Well, guess what? What? This episode is cursed. It feels like it. This is essentially our fourth time recording this. Because we tried to record it once, didn't like it. Tried again, didn't work. Last time didn't work. This is it. This better be it. Do you believe in curses? I do. (laughs) And maybe Michael Jordan just doesn't want us to release this content. That would be something. What if he's a witch? That'd be weird. And that's the reason that this has been so horrible for us. No, but there's been a ton of Space Jam content. Maybe he just hates us in particular. Could it could be that, or it could be that I'm cursed with some some sort of tech wizard or maybe, witch. Maybe Mercury for you is just always in retrograde. Yeah, specifically, it's like technology Mercury. Yeah, no, but that's killing. like a trend in Mercury retrograde. Is that technology is usually thrown out of whack, doesn't function. You're never supposed to buy like new tech. When Mercury retrograde. Well, when is, am I supposed to buy it? Because it's probably, always in retrograde. No, it's not. It's not always. It feels like that sometimes. You probably made your computer during Mercury retrograde, and that's why all of this has happened to you. All I know is somewhere at some point in time, some witch cursed me and said Eddie is never gonna have technology work a hundred percent of the time. Oh no no no! It's gonna work about eighty percent of the time. That's good enough for him, but it's gonna be a minor inconvenience, and it's gonna infuriate him like no other. That's a mean witch. Yeah, it's a really bad curse. It's worse than just many never having other ones. any technology work. Yeah. Speaking of curses, I feel like we need more of them. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like I want witches and wizards and stuff to actually curse people more. Cuz why not? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a lack of variety in the cursing world. Usually it's just expletives. Yeah. Like a quick little fuck you. Right. But, but it's never like the whole like creating a potion i want i want to see more people get the bones get Mm -hmm. the frog's legs get everything i want real essentially i want us to go back we're already going backwards yes in terms of our minds because they're melting under this heat Mm -hmm. and just global catastrophe but we may as well just let's go back to the 1600s okay reject modernity let's go back that would not be great for you no it's fine are you sure yeah it's good i mean it wouldn't be great for me either I wouldn't get to use tampons. No, we just... No, 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 no. We still have all that. We're just... You know, we're cursing people. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, then I'm on board with that. We could do the witch's test. I don't think that's necessary. It's necessary. I'm going to get burned at the stake. No, not you. Oh, yeah. We'll just do it to men. We'll do the opposite. Okay. We'll get a matriarchy. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I like it. Let's make it happen. (laughs) <laughs> i'll get my bloomers let's make it happen you'll get your what my bloomers bloomers what is that they're like underwear that oh you would wear in like the 1600s or something i thought you were saying you've got some sort of group of witches that are that would be bloomers. a coven and no oh yeah it is a coven huh? i'm not a part of a coven yet why not i have like one witch friend okay yeah well does she curse people she doesn't like to she prefers well, to bless her, people i need her to like to curse people uh I mean, I think she's cursed a few people. There we go. Okay. But she tries to avoid it as much as she can. Because typically, if there are people in your life that you're willing to curse, uh-huh. that just means that you need to like reevaluate a bit and just kind of cut those people out if you can. But the thing with her cursing people is it's more like um, she can't get those people out of her life. She's like, well, get away from me. And if you get close, bad shit's going to happen. She should curse them and then leave them. The ultimate curse is catching these hands. Curse you know? them and leave them, baby. <laughs> yeah, I got a curse for you. 
Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. It's my right hook. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Enough about curses. What do you think? Yeah, let's move on. Do you want to complain about the Olympics real quick? Let me complain about the Olympics real I quick. I know you want to complain I, about I the Olympics. I have to get this off my chest. I was saying it to Kayla earlier. And I know people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, what an idiot. He's one of those guys who thinks he can do all that. No, I don't believe I can do anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> but <laughs> when I see the Olympics, and it's going to sound stupid to say, I'm not impressed. And let me explain. I do understand that it is impressive. I understand that it's something that very few people can do. The balance beam, shot put, all the track stuff, just everything, you know. It's all, they're the best they can be. But whenever I see the Olympics, I'm like never entertained. I see it and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, I guess. But I'm never like, yo. And -hmm. I don't know why. Because is it really that amazing to see someone balance on a beam? I don't think it is. Because I can see it on TikTok 20 times a day. Yeah, I don't know. I think it also has to do with like us just having so much access to content all the time. I feel like the Olympics used to be a bigger deal. Because people weren't aware of things that were constantly happening. But now it's just like, if you're on gymnastics TikTok, you get to see that all day, every day, if you so choose. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know. When people tell me, hey, look at this Olympic clip. I'm like, all right, I saw it. What was I supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know. Probably doesn't help that we have like little to no national pride. That's also true. I mean, we talked about it. I think we lost it, but we talked about how the Olympics shouldn't be by nations anymore. We need to update it. Let's have groups. Nah, not even groups. Just individual competition. You're just going into it for for Chad. Yeah, for me. I got me here. I represent me. I represent me. He's got one gold. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Just be international competition just between people. Yeah, and just have like an Olympic board i don't understand why we have to represent nations because we need to separate ourselves from each other we need the to whole see point who's of the olympics better. is apparently according to propaganda to come together as a world we need to come together to show how different we are by showing which one of us is better than the other ones so this isn't about peacemaking at all no it's almost like everything is a lie mm, it's just a, a piss war not piss war. What's it called? <laughs> Excuse you? A pissing competition. <laughs> it's a piss war. <laughs> That'd be a smelly war. This man, be, he began ready all week. <laughs> just chugging water. He's just got no, like the oh, barrels. eating asparagus. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's chemical warfare. I'm pretty sure that's banned by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> that's too much. That and mustard gas. Oh, God, he's got that coffee piss. <laughs> Holy goodness. Yeah. All right, we need to get going. We need to go back to naked Olympics as well. Yeah, show me those dongs, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in track, you already see it. Oh, my gosh. Especially, it feels like, I don't know what happened. Maybe quarantine engorged everybody, but everybody's dick is just out. Here, real quick, just to let everyone know, you know. Yeah. Men, if you get the vaccine, your dick will get bigger. Women, if you get the vaccine, bigger tits. Bigger tits, bigger badonks. It's true. It's fact. I've seen it on the internet and no one would ever lie on the internet. Including us. You know who else wasn't a liar? Um, tell me. The director of the documentary that we are talking about today, Space Jam. So let's get to it. Hit the music.
Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back once again to the show, Dependent Podcast. It is the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not the relationship has changed. And oh boy, as the intro said, this one has been a long time coming. It won't feel like it's a long time for you, but it feels like we've been trying to get this episode out for about a year. But we made it. Before we move on, some of y'all may be asking, who does this voice I'm hearing belong to? I've got your answer. His name is Eddie, and with him is his better half. Her name is... Kayla! Hello! (laughs) What's up? There we go. Variety, you're welcome. Today we are finally bringing you our Space Jams episode. Kayla, how do you feel about uh, finally being able to get this one done definitively? I feel like a woman who has been just really fighting with her PTA board about finally moving a policy through. She's about to give up. But after a lot of determination, we're finally getting a vending machine in the cafeteria. Oh, that's a big get. Mm -hmm. A vending machine? But it's going to dispense healthier snacks. Oh, yeah. Like Nutri-Grain bars. That's right. And Powerade. Those kids need to learn to limit themselves. Yeah. You don't need a Butterfinger, buddy. You just need one of those Nature Valley oat and honey bars <laughs> that leave crumbs not only on your clothing, but the floor and a little trail behind you when you walk away. That's what you need. It helps you make friends with squirrels. Aw, and squirrels are really the only friends you truly need in elementary and school. And once they're on your side, then you can give the plague to other kids. Yay, plague! Ew. Well, that's fantastic. I love that. Thank you. That's great. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. And yes, you heard that right. I said the Space Jams episode because not only are we discussing one of the most influential films of young Eddie's life, that being Space Jam, but we are also going to discuss the 2021 sequel, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Because we wanted to see, is the legacy of Space Jam intact? Will the newest Space Jam be able to be for the kids of today what the original was for us? What it was for me? Will Space Jam live on? Settle in and we'll get there. Hopefully. However, it is now time for our first segment. Do you remember where you were when you met your partner? Maybe you were in a bookstore. I don't know what those are anymore. Perhaps you dropped a book And someone knelt down and picked it up for you at the same time. And they went for it. And your hands touched. And you both nervously like, "Ah, ah." and then you, you agree to like go on a date for some reason. And that, my friends, in the movie biz is called a meet cute. And that is how we met Space Jam. That is correct. Space Jam came out in 1996. Only 90s kids will remember. Kayla, what is your meet cute with Space Jam? I barely had one, if I'm being honest. Aww. Uh, <laughs> uh, Space Jam, to me, was like a person that existed, and I'd heard their name like twice. I had never met them, and then I was very much made aware of them by you. Kind of, Space Jam was like the friend that was forced into the friend group. Aw, forced. <laughs> hey, we're gonna be friends with Brad. <laughs> this is my man Fernando. He weird, but he got a Dreamcast. What's a Dreamcast? 
You don't know what a Dreamcast Wait, is? Wait, is that like a that's a, a video game console? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I the never Sega had one. Dreamcast. It was ahead of its time. Okay. Well, I never had one of those. It had internet access in the 90s. Dang, that's impressive. The thing was impressive. Rip. Way ahead of its time. Should have had more shine. It's fine. Wow. Now I need to now I need to look this thing up. Sonic Adventure was on it. Oh, I love Sonic. So cute. Gotta go fast. Anyway, when this movie first came out, I was a baby, so it had zero impact on my life. But Eddie had me watch it a few years ago. And to be honest, I don't even remember watching it for the first time, really. I just remember coming away with the feeling of being like, huh, I didn't really like that. But this time, when we rewatched it for this episode, I was like, aw, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah, that was about it, because I don't really have any opinion on the Looney Tunes, and I don't like basketball, and I barely know who Michael Jordan is. So, yeah, that's pretty much my input on that. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a pretty non feeling towards this this oh, film. Oh man. Or at least that's how it started. Well, that, oh. you have to keep listening to this episode to see how I feel now. Yeah, that's right. Don't go anywhere. Or if you do like just like hit pause and then like come back. Oh yeah, that's how this works, huh? Yeah, they can like pause the episode if they want to. Nah, treat They're this They're in control. Treat this like it's the 90s and you can't pause nothing. Oh my gosh, I forgot we couldn't pause television. No. That sucked. You missed it. You missed it. Yeah, that was it. Unless you recorded it on a VHS. Oh, what's that? I don't know what VHS stands for. Don't put me on the spot for the video house system. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You said center. I said sensor. Oh, sensor. No, I don't think that's it. I don't know what VHS stands for. We'll have to look it up later. Oh, man, 1996. What a great year that I don't remember. Surprise. You don't remember <laughs> your childhood. Nope. I would Woo. have been five turning six. So my parents made all my decisions for me. You know what being a child is like, hopefully. <laughs> if they showed me Space Jam at age six, I don't have a memory of it, but I'm sure I enjoyed it. In fact, I could not give you a specific memory of when I first watched this movie. It kind of just feels like I always knew Space Jam. You know what I mean? I guess. Like, I was born and Space Jam was already installed in my mind. Wow. It's always been a part of me. And you know what else has always been a part of me? Cartoons. Oh, I was going to say depression, but okay. That's that's the third part. Cartoons, that tracks. 33% cartoons, 33% Space Jam, 33% depression. 1% hopelessly optimistic. Oh, I thought you were going to go with hot air. No. Like the SpongeBob. I know, that is that is Plankton. But cartoons were slash are a huge thing for me. And I would say that Looney Tunes and Hanna-Barbera were some of the biggest influences on my humor when I was younger. I strive. And I mean, I strive to be as funny as some of those Looney Tunes bits. The fake tunnel. Rabbit season, duck season. Bugs being made into soup but thinking it's a hot tub. Classic. That's the real comedy. You don't get that. No. You don't get that these days. Mm-mm. You do, but you don't. <laughs> that makes sense. I know what you're saying. Go you gotta on. give respect to the new generation. I'm not one of these old guys yelling at the clouds. Yay! I respect the new gen, but also, you can't forget the classics. Cartoons, to me, provide the best opportunity to be the most creative you can be. Space Jam, a new legacy, definitely does justice to the Space Jam formula and the animation. So good. Specifically, the cartoon animation was amazing. It was so crisp. We will talk about it. Let me end this beginning by saying this. 
I know Space Jam isn't a good movie. I can say it. We all know that. But I don't watch movies to give them a letter grade or a score out of 100. Am I entertained? Does the movie leave a lasting impact? Does it make me happy? Yes to all three. The Space Jams may not be good movies. Yes, I'm doing quotes. Quote unquote. But they are great movies. Wow. That's right. Very nice. I will take no questions. <laughs> this interview was over. No, no criticism, nothing. I will take nothing, no notes. I'm out. Just like Michael Jordan would. Oh, the goat. I guess. Well, Kayla, after you get the meet cute, what's the next step in your relationship? Well, usually the next step of a relationship is what we like to call our recap on the show is getting to know each other. So shall we do that, Eddie? Yes, let's get to know Space Jam and I, the man who loves the original, will let you know what happened. Please do. Space Jam, 1996. This is the true story of what happened when Michael Jordan retired the first time. We see a young MJ hooping at what feels like 2 a.m. His father says just one more shot and he jumps right into the title card. We hear the beautiful Space Jam theme song and we see Michael Jordan's career highlights. It goes on for entirely too long. MJ is making a huge mistake retiring to go play baseball. At a cartoon space amusement park called Moron Mountain, an alien named Swaghammer, Danny DeVito, yes. <laughs> says his park sucks and they need a new attraction. The little nerd lucks are his stooges, and he tells them to go enslave the Looney Tunes for him, as you naturally would. A damn cartoon UFO goes over a baseball stadium and right into the center of the earth where the Looney Tunes live. The nerds tell the Tunes to come with them. Bug says you gotta give us a chance to defend ourselves. So the Tunes do a quick meeting. And they say, we tall, they small, let's play some basketball. basketball. The Lux immediately go steal the talent of the best NBA players they can find and put the juices in a basketball. Juices. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's juice. Oh, it's juice. Oh. Daffy taunts the Nerdlucks and they transform. They are superstars. No, they're monsters. No, they're monsters. So the Toons need some help. They go kidnap Michael Jordan as he golfs with Larry Bird and Bill Murray. A dream team, if we're being <laughs> honest. What, on the golf? Yeah, golfing with those oh. two? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. MJ does love his golf. The Toons spit shine the gym, but the Monstars come in and they bully the hell out of MJ. Not this, really, but okay. <laughs> this convinces MJ to play some basketball. The NBA players who get their talent stolen are getting all kinds of tests run on them. We get to see Charles Barkley get bullied by some teen girls. A lot of bullying, but this was the 90s. It so. was the 90s. Bullying was somewhat okay and tolerated. Yeah, it was pretty cool back then. Being a bully, you could, you could get, some, get some action. Yeah, and then when the kids inevitably, you know, they hit their breaking point, you don't get blamed for it. There you go. They just blame their parents for some reason. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> MJ asks if any of the Toons have played basketball before. Lola Bunny makes her debut and dunks on Bugs. He is absolutely bricked up at this point. Goodness. <laughs> MJ can't play without his gear. Daffy and Bugs go to get it. Let's see if I remember how to do this. And oh boy, does Michael Jordan remember how to do it. We jump from him warming up right into the ultimate game. The Monstars are playing real tough. And MJ is cutting it up. Lola's balling. But the Toons are getting killed at the half. 
Michael Jordan's competitive nature won't let him quit. The tunes come out of the half super hot. They go on a 46-2 run to only be down by one point. MJ can't help himself, though. He loves gambling, so he raises the stakes. He says if the tunes win, the NBA players get their talent back. But if the Monstars win, they get to enslave Michael Jordan himself. His team is injured. His assistant, Stan, gets flattened and is tunified. Michael Jordan gets an idea. It's 77 to 76. The Toons need a fifth man. Bill Murray to help. MJ takes off from over half court. He does the iconic arm stretch. Should have been three points. The Toons win. The Nerdlucks beat up Swaghammer since they're bigger than him now and give the powers back. At the end, MJ returns IRL in a UFO and they're playing I Believe I Can Fly. Oh boy. Woo! MJ gives the NBA players their talent back. They jam real quick and say, MJ can't even hoop anymore. But guess what? There's only one way to find out. And we end with MJ making his return to the NBA like he never left and he never missed a step. Woohoo! Ooh! That's Space Jam. Do, 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 do. I want to fly Not like an eagle. eagle to the sea. It's so good. MJ goes for the dunk. That song's playing. Oh. Mm-hmm. It don't get no better than that. You're right. It probably doesn't. What happens in uh, Space Jam A New Legacy, though? Oh, I'm glad you asked. LeBron loves his mama, and he loves video games, and he loves basketball. But apparently he can only choose one of those things. And you guessed it, he chooses basketball. No way. <laughs> Fast forward, LeBron has kicked basketball's ass, and now he has a few kids of his own. But one of his sons is like a professional-level game designer, But for some reason, this is not a feasible career for like a 13-year-old, even though he has the technology and resources that any game company would probably literally kill for. And then the classic struggle of a child not wanting to pursue their father's dreams happens, of course. We have to go with a good old classic, reliable trope. And then we get a hostage situation. You don't need to worry about that. We get a lot of Warner Brothers universe exploration. And of course... The reason we're all really here, basketball. The animation and spirit of this movie are very funny, and it's a heartwarming and satisfying ending that the whole family can enjoy. So there you go. That's New Legacy. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. It's worth it. Now that we've gotten to know each other, we've gotten to know Space Jam, Space Jam and New Legacy, they said yes, and we're going steady. Woo, going steady. So let's gonna talk. going to go to the movie. Ooh. Gonna hold hands. Get the popcorn. Gonna share a milkshake with two straws. People don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's called COVID. No, not even just that. Oh. <laughs> People don't do that anymore at all. Well, yeah, I'd do it with you, but you'd drink the whole milkshake. Well, I mean, that's part of it, is it not? It's true. Sharing. Mm-hmm. I always let you have my fries. Oh, you're right. You like milkshakes more than I do. So honestly, I don't know why I'm complaining in this milkshakes hypothetical. be delicious. They destroy your they insides, They'll also be though. killing me. Holy goodness. We are both lactose intolerant, and um, sheesh. It'd be busting, though. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I can't say no to a milkshake. Isn't it weird that a meal for, like, burgers, which is already heavy, a drink with that is a milkshake? Let's, let's, let's ingest, like, what I assume is at least four scoops of ice cream, and then you pour milk on top of that and whatever flavor, like, toppings... And you blend it, and then you 
And that's just your Threw drink straw. for your burger and fries. Would you like cholesterol with your cholesterol? Why sir? was that ever a thing? People did not care in the past. Oh, no. No, no, no. But yeah, I also feel like food was a little less processed in like the 50s, though. Well, yeah, but who? It's dessert. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it right now because I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. Got a question for Kayla. Got a question for all the listeners out there. If you have an answer, chime in. Show dependent pod on Twitter, on Insta. Is a milkshake dessert? I think it is. So do I. Let me tell you who doesn't. Who? The rest of my family. What? We had this discussion. They asked me simply, hey, Eddie, do you think a milkshake is a dessert? I thought, hmm, you mean the thing that has ice cream in it? And usually, like, when you get it at a restaurant, (laughs) like, whipped cream and a cherry on top? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With whipped cream and a cherry on top, that's a dessert in my mind. Well, they think that it's not. For some weird reason, they think, no, it's just a drink. I guess similar to the burger thing. It's just a drink. It's not a dessert. Your family is chaotic. Yeah, apparently. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. What in the world? Yeah. I can't get past. I was like, but there's ice cream. But ice cream's a dessert. How can something with ice cream in it not be dessert? That's like calling pie like a fruit sandwich. Like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) No, pie is a dessert. Gotta rebrand it. (laughs) <laughs> is that kid just eating a pie is that an apple pie <laughs> hey uh we're eating it with your bare hands what, what what are you doing oh it's a sandwich huh what's in the sandwich cinnamon apple and sugar apple filling apple filling. apple pie no you're eating dessert kid if you don't get you better go get a carrot or something man oh uh, and this kind of like Frappuccinos at Starbucks are just milkshakes. Oh my god, yeah. If you think they are anything besides a milkshake, you are kidding yourself. It's insane, yeah. Ooh, I'm getting heated. The one time recently we went to Starbucks and I was like, hmm, I feel like a milkshake. I ordered a Frappuccino and good lord, not only was that thing sweet as hell, but it also simultaneously did and didn't satisfy the milkshake. No, because like the Frappuccinos, are, they have a lot of ice in them. Oh, you're right. It's not like they're throwing ice cream in it. It's like... All the sugar you get in ice cream, and then they blend it with ice and milk or whatever milk substitute, whatever you do. So, yeah, is a milkshake a dessert? Let us know. Please, please say yes. <laughs> we only want the echo chamber. Please else, don't disagree. Well, otherwise, I'll just be worried about all of y'all, like I already am about my family, because I was a shooketh. I'm, I'm say, shook now. I said, huh? But either way. We're going steady with Space Jam. Let's start this off by saying this really is a documentary. It fits so well into the Michael Jordan mythos. Mm. You know, because as Kayla said, she doesn't really know about Michael Jordan too much. You know, I think I've kind of chosen not to know anything because I'd rather remain in the dark. That's a good and bad choice. Well, I feel like he's just an asshole with talent. And there's already too many of those people. <laughs> Name any professional anything. sports player ever. Not even sports player. Just yeah, any you're professional right. anything. <laughs> Name any professional Person's person a, ever. a dick, usually. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you need to succeed in this world. Yeah. It's the same reason, like, I don't like... I mean, I like Mariah Carey. This is a hot oh, take. Mariah. I like Mariah Carey's music for the most part. But her attitude and personality are atrocious. Oh, come on. She I could not that. be in the same room as her. She earned that. She wouldn't want me in the same room as her. She wouldn't allow me in the same room <laughs> as said, her. She said, oh, wait a minute. But, um. um who's that? 
Mariah, don't worry about me. Just go do you, girl. Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. My voice is off. She needs to go. I literally work here. I have to be here. Well, you don't work here no more. Get out. I just got fired by Mariah Carey, guys. <laughs> Everyone would be like, yes, Queen Slay. Fired by Mariah, yes. Honestly, like that's kind of like a dream, isn't it? You would get so many TikTok hits. Oh my gosh, I got fired by Mariah Carey. Here's my seven-part TikToks. Yep, each of them are three minutes long. Oh my god. But here's the thing. For Kayla and for any of y'all who don't know, Michael Jordan was obviously a basketball player in the 90s. He is a man who retired from basketball twice. Why, you may ask? Well... The first time he retired was right after he got done winning three championships back to back to back. He said, nah, this is too easy. There's also a little bit of something else I'll get to. But he decides to retire and go play baseball. A weird choice. I mean, you could see Space Jam and be like, that's a weird plot line. Why did they make that up? Why would he want to go play baseball? Turns out... It's true. He really did that. That's super weird. Isn't it the most random thing also, ever? Also, I feel like they're very physically different sports. Yeah, they are. He talks about it. Oh, And we'll talk the... about it very yeah, briefly yeah, yeah. here in a second. But I mean, why on earth would you ever retire from the height of your career to go play baseball? I don't know. Maybe it was like a mic drop thing. Why would you ever even play baseball to begin with? Baseball sucks. Why don't we... We can talk about this real quick. Yeah, okay. Apparently there's rumors. Mm-hmm. I don't want to besmirch Michael Jordan's good name. No, and if he ever what, hears what, this... What good is it? Hey. Hey. If he ever hears <laughs> this, I'm sorry about her, Michael. <laughs> he does not give a shit about us. Hey. If I ever get to meet Michael Jordan... Oh, you'll weep like a little baby. I won't cry, but I'll be nervous that he heard this and be like, where is she? Well, he can come fight me. I don't <laughs> where, care. Where is she? Because I'm about to this dunk like on 60 her. 60 year old man. He'll be walking around with a cloud of cigar smoke around his head. Disgusting. But there was a rumor that Michael Jordan, he's well known for being a gambler. There's a rumor he got into some uh, heavy debt. Oh. And uh, suffice it to say, maybe it had something to do with his father's death. Oh. Which is insane that that wait oh i just fully understood what you just said see i don't want to imply nothing oh my gosh but maybe he owed the wrong people some money and because of that they said fucking relax with the basketball go do something else dang i mean i'm more interested now than i ever have been yeah so it's very strange but no matter what the reason whether apparently he got into it with some wrong people or whether he just really wanted to do it, he did actually go play baseball. Where does that fit in with Space Jam? Oh, only the beginning of the movie where he retires from basketball and goes to play baseball. So it's fitting <laughs> in perfect right now. What? It's just insane that they took Michael's reality and they're like, throw some cartoons in it, we gotta film. Right? So he really filmed this and it actually did help him make his return to basketball. In fact, the Last Dance documentary. Which I have not seen. Which we will eventually, but... Maybe. <laughs> Would you stop? He's going to hear this. Michael, you can come find me. He said, and I took that personally. You should take it personally. It's from the documentary. That's fine. You'll understand it eventually. Or I won't. You will. <laughs> <laughs> During the Last Dance, he says that Space Jam was actually pretty influential on him making his return to basketball. Because while he was doing it, they set up a court and a gym for Michael Jordan and he would film the movie and then just go practice 
for hours. They made him a professional grade court gym combo mm-hmm. in a tent on the Warner Brothers studio lot. Just to get the just to get the shots up. Just I some... don't know anybody that's worthy of that kind of devotion. Michael Jordan is. I have apparently can you imagine anybody going above and beyond that much for you? No. I'm not worthy <laughs> of it either, but still like, I'd be like I mean this is nice and all. I would have just taken like a hoop. Yeah, I just need one of those Fisher Price. Just <laughs> one of those. What are they like three feet tall? Make me feel good dunking on the little hoop. <laughs> oh, fellas, this is nice, but this rim is way too big. What's that? <laughs> Ten feet? Mm-mm. <laughs> I cannot reach that. Mm-mm. You see, my knees—they gave up on me when I was in seventh grade. Oh I need—I need that at least seven feet. Let me feel nice. Yeah. Not only did Michael Jordan get his own court, his own gym. But then they would also invite some of the best NBA players to come out and do some pickup games. Like, I'm legitimately not kidding when I say if it wasn't for Space Jam, I don't think Michael Jordan would have come back as prepared as he was. That is so romantic. He was playing games against the NBA's best. Fantastic. Dennis Rodman was there. Later, they would team up to win another three. I'll pretend I know who that is. Wow, Dennis was there? That's super cool. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? That's awesome. Isn't he your favorite NBA player? I love when he... When he dribbles up the court. Yeah, what just, else does he do? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> he, he hits the the little ankle breakers. Yeah. And <laughs> and and he fakes him out. Ooh, this and, a lot of this <laughs> a lot of movement. <laughs> and then he hits a, a a nice little alley oop, a little fuck you. A self. Like, I, I could have dunked. The self oop. The self oop. That's insane. Yeah. Damn. He went, ha ha, ha ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a wizard in my mind. And that's Dennis. (laughs) I just picture a man on the court with a wizard's hat. Just, ooh. Wait, isn't there like, wasn't there a professional basketball team called the Wizards? Yeah. Michael Jordan played on them in his last season and then he retired. Look at me accidentally using references that I didn't even know I knew. bringing it back around. And that's what we call coming full circle. And that's called being a professional. <laughs> but yeah, Dennis Rodman. I don't Rodman know who is Dennis like, Rodman is. You'll know who he is when I show you him. Oh, okay. If we're talking about a documentary, which Space Jam is, I would be remiss yeah. if we didn't at least mention a very fun fake trailer that we saw. Oh my gosh, this is so high quality. 100% thought it was real. But I got to give it, give it the like shout three out. three minutes in until we were like, I don't know about yeah, that. I was like, yo, this is for real. This is amazing. It was a fake 30. Whoa. <laughs> it was a fake 30 for 30 by a person called Not My Real Email. They have it up on YouTube and it's about how Bugs Bunny hit Michael Jordan up for some help. This person edited things so perfect that we thought, yo, is this a real documentary? Yeah, Did we they- thought like in the actual... What's it called? Uh, The Last Dance. In The Last Dance. We thought that they actually did a segment where they animated the Bugs Bunny, like all those characters, the Toon Squad, into the interview process. Like it was so perfectly done. Yeah, because they must have had, it must be some Space Jam special footage. bonus features. Because it started with MJ saying, yo, Bugs Bunny hit me up for some help. And then it cut to Bugs being like, yeah, you know, we were in a little bit of trouble. Can you give me a Bugs Bunny impression? No, I can't. Yeah, you know. Is that good? No. <laughs> eh, what's up, Doc? That was pretty good. Yeah, you know, me and Michael, we go way back. 
It's kind of like that, right? Yeah, a little less it's like... a little city slicker. Yeah, but a little less aggressive, I think. Yeah. That was somehow more aggressive, but perfect. I was trying to be worse. <laughs> but it sounded better. Anyways, Bugs Bunny. He's edited in. He's talking about MJ. And it's just... It took us a minute, about three, four, five minutes to realize, wait, this is just fake. This person just edited more. God. I always want to call The Last Dance more than a game. The LeBron documentary. Well, we're talking about both of those men today, dude. I know, but I just have to let everyone know. I'm sorry. I don't know why that is. It's because that they are so intrinsically intertwined in they your are, brain. They are, aren't they? Yeah, they're basically the same people. And they're both big memes, too. Yeah, and they're both iconic, and they both have their own Space Jam films. So I don't yeah. think anybody's mad at you for making that mistake. They're writing letters, but LeBron really is the heir apparent to Michael Jordan. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. Insane. I know very little about LeBron as well. You just don't know anything about sports. And I'm going to keep it that way. And I don't want to learn nothing. <laughs> I want to stay stupid forever. I said, don't tell me nothing. All I know is that, like, LeBron James. Like, I know that's a meme. True, true, true. That's about it. But yeah, let me just finish up this little thought because it was very funny. They had the sportscasters edited in, talking about Space Jam, the ultimate game, as if it was a real game. We got Will Bond saying, like, oh, it was the craziest game of all time. We got, uh, got his coach. I can't remember his name. Sorry, but... On the Bulls, talking about how, you know, it was such an intense game. Like, Michael Jordan took it so personal. It was getting rough, you know. And it's just, we watched it, all, like, nine minutes of it, and we're just amazed. Our, we were just, like, mouth agape, just like, this is gold. And at the end, the funniest part was that the person edited it in as if Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny had a split. Yeah, there was a feud. Yeah, they had some drama. They had Michael Jordan watch a little bit of a uh, diss from Bugs Bunny, calling mm. Michael Jordan ass. Hilarious. And MJ was like, wow, okay. So funny. <laughs> I see that. Please take the time to go watch that. It's hilarious and super well done. Shouts out to Not My Real email. Mm -hmm. That was super high quality editing. And the music choices were so good. It was so intense. Very good. If we're speaking about music, let's just talk about the music in the Space Jams because the original, iconic, amazing. Oh, you can't iconic. Get, you can't get any better. The sequel, eh. upsettingly so, not that great. Well, yeah, they just didn't go with bangers. No, so let's talk about the bangers that are in the first one. Obviously, the theme, Space Jam. Come on and slip. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the jam. jam. How can you get any better? Wham, bam, thank you, man. <laughs> get on your feet and slam. Yeah. Just, it has so many moments. You know, hey, yo, what you gonna do? Hey, hey yo, yo, what, what you, you gonna, gonna party do? people in the house? Let's go. Around 90s kids. 2000s kids. Nah. People are gonna be like, oh shit, we watching Space Jam? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it. Basketball Jones. Basketball Jones. When the NBA players are getting their uh, physical therapy. It's so funny. Their psychological tests. Is that a word, psychological? Yeah. Okay. They're getting like CAT scans and stuff. <laughs> it felt wrong. I mean, they're getting like brain scans. But they're getting tested and the whole time it's just basketball Jones. <laughs> basketball Jones in the back. Are we going to get through <laughs> this episode? It's degrading. Your, My your brain, brain is devolving. Is decaying. It's because I'm like amped up. I'm excited to get it done. Is but also McDonald's it's like too like much. Is eroding your brain stuff? Like that McChicken mayo is hitting. <laughs> <laughs> We think the special sauce was apparently death for your brainstem. But we got Barry White just talking. Oh yeah. Oh wait a minute. And we just see Charles Barkley 
not able to beat some teen girls at basketball. Hilarious. It's amazing. Right before the game, dun, 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 so good. And of course, we have to mention. Uh, you want to say it real quick? No, you. Okay. We have to mention there's two songs that are like Michael Jordan's themes in this. Yeah. One of them is by a man who is not really worth naming. No. So I'm not gonna. You know who he is. You know what he's done. He's a piece of shit. But he did sing I Believe I Can Fly in this movie. And that song is straight gas. And it hits. Uh. It hits every time. It hits about three times in the film. And every time you're like, mm, Michael Jordan can do it. He's going to beat the Monstars. He's going to get back to his family. Damn straight he is. And at the end, Fly Like an Eagle by Seal just Fly comes like in. It's the perfect, he's back, you know? Yes. You it is a really it? great, like, I want to say resurrection, but that's not the right word. Yeah, but also, yeah. But yeah, but it is the right word, right? It's like Michael went in the... He rose... He is Jesus. He rose Let's be from honest. the ashes. Oh, is this really a Christian, <laughs> just Jesus parable? <laughs> Wait, who's Judas then? <gasps> Judas. <laughs> Judas, no. <laughs> uh, who is the Judas to Michael Jordan? What does Judas do again? He like betrays Jesus and turns him into the Roman soldiers, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's the reason he ends up I getting mean, crucified. Technically, one of you will betray me. Is wouldn't it me, it, Jesus? Wouldn't it be Bugs Bunny? Because he brought him in there. I guess. In a way, Bugs is Judas because he betrayed him and brought him into Toontown. But if that wasn't a betrayal. Well, he needed his help. So did Judas. Exactly. <gasps> Judas, no. <laughs> <laughs> that meme is so good. Wow. Uh, yeah, but Michael Jordan dies, essentially. His career almost did. Hey, you better calm down with that. Michael, come fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan says, this mother... <laughs> <laughs> this little white girl. I will dunk on her. Please do, Michael. I don't care. Again, I have nothing a, to a lose. great TikTok story. It's you with an ice bag on your head. Oh, I got dunked Michael on Jordan by Michael dunked Jordan dunked on me. <laughs> I got fired by Mariah Carey and Michael Jordan dunked on me. That's a hell of a life. Those are amazing losses to take in Could this you life. imagine just being a regular person but having those accolades? What situations did you get in? I don't know how I got here, but here I am. I accidentally stumbled into a room. Michael Jordan was there and then he dunked on me. I'm very hurt, but it's fine. Yeah, I, uh, I welcome it. I'm manifesting it now. Michael Jordan will one day dunk on me. Oh, that'd be sick. I'll take it. I'll be watching. I'll be cheering Michael on the whole time. I, know. <laughs> I would hope you would cheer on Michael. Get her, Michael. There's no freaking way I could dunk. <laughs> Absolutely not. Even with the trampoline, I don't think I could do it. That'd be dangerous. As long as there were mats around, I'd be okay. Yeah. Well, fly we like an derailed. eagle. We need to refocus. Fly like an eagle plays at the end. And like Kayla said, it's the perfect, he's back. It feels great. I want people to play that whenever I return somewhere. Oh my gosh. Like if I ever make a return somewhere, they're like, what the hell is happening? You're such a Sagittarius. I come jogging in. Is that guy wearing, is he wearing the Chicago Bulls shirt and sweats? He's supposed to be working right now. He's just back from vacation. I run in, rip aways. Oh. Boom, boom. That's a lot under, of skin. Under just some good professional dress. Oh. You know? And then I'm just ready to go. That would be like, wow. Weird. He's back, though. I guess. Damn, Eddie's back. You you live a weird little life inside of your head, don't you, honey? Would that not be impressive? It would be... <clears throat> it would be something. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about the NBA players. 
Yes, the people that I don't know who they are, but yeah. Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bugs. I do know who Charles Barkley is, only because he's a grumpy old man on ESPN that I see sometimes in the background when my dad is watching Sports Center. Yes, which is very funny. We said it on a unreleased taping of this, so I'm <laughs> gonna say it now. Which will never see the light of day. You'll never hear it. But it is funny that there's people, the generation now, apparently Kayla's one of them. Yeah, I'm that, a cusp kid. I'm that, right on the cusp of 90s because I'm a 95 baby. Only recognize iconic basketball players as those are the guys that talk about basketball but never really see them as oh that guy used to play in the nba no 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 charles barkley's just some bald-headed bold ass bozo yeah he's a weirdo yeah so Shaq. but he seems fun yeah but Shaq at least seems kind-hearted about his weirdness (laughs) no yeah barkley's barkley seems like he wants to like jump a majority of his co-workers yeah it's just weird it's weird because i think that i mean we're getting there at some point people are going to look at michael jordan and say who's this bum who's that guy they're going to see lebron you know if we ever get there if the world doesn't explode future generations are going to see lebron as like hey that's that guy who talks about basketball on espn i mean that's kind of how i see him too isn't that weird though yeah i mean that's just life though People just get older, and if they really love something, I guess they just kind of try to do that same thing for as long as they possibly can. And then be- they die. How do you become a ref in the NBA? I don't know. Seems fun. But it's like, do you st- do you start off in the little leagues? Like, literally refing yeah, probably. AYSO games? Well, probably what I imagine how you would rise in the ranks is, like, you start off with, like, little toddler stuff. And you're like, hey, and then I'll you move get scouted. Up. I'll move up, and then I'll do, like, uh, high school teams. And then you do college teams. And then you're at a college that's close to a professional game. And then there's like a ref there discovered. watching the game that's watching you ref. And you're like, that was a really good call. You wow, that guy's buddy. killing it. And then you. That guy's good at refing. Then you're going to LeBron's house for barbecues. And you're. That's now, not how refing works. You don't get to hang out with the players. Sure you can. No, because then it's fixed. Oh, LeBron man. gave me a brat. That's a, that's a technical on the guy who hit LeBron. That sucks. What do you, you mean get that to work sucks? around all these cool people, and you don't even get to be friends with them? I mean, they're friendly, I think. But I just think it's weird, like, how are you a professional ref? You're really good at making good choices. Did someone see you ref an AYSO game? And like, wow, the way he blew that whistle was outstanding. We need that guy up in the big Well, leagues. I think there was a lot of certification. Whoa, I just had a stroke. Hold on. <laughs> no, I like the pronunciation. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of certifications that are required to become a prof- professional referee and lots of like continuing education courses. I don't like which it. Which seems weird. I, it's like, like, I like all, the idea that they just get scouted. We're all playing the same game, right? Did you see the way he called that travel? That was really good hand movement. He deserves to be in the NBA. I mean, how do you become a ref in the WWE? How do you become anything, to be honest? it's ba- It baffles me. Again, I'll talk about the Olympics. How the fuck are you like a professional shot putter in 2020? How do you get into water polo? How are you like ribbon gymnastics? It's 2020. The world is burning. Yep. You're just over here playing with ribbons? We're going to twirl this ribbon. Sounds a lot nicer to me than living our lives. But those, they're so weird. Yeah, life's you're, weird. You're a professional diver? That's what you do? Yeah. Boy, if you don't go out there and try and solve climate change or something, man, do <laughs> There's something. There's not going to be any water for you to be diving in. <laughs> right? Stop playing in the water. I mean, I'm sure there are lots of professions and interests we could shit on. But it just feels weird. Hobbies? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> As if we're not just talking into the this void. This is literally here. our hobby. People are like, 
oh, they could be solving climate change. Instead, they're just yelling into Man, microphones. Man, if Eddie don't shut his damn ass <laughs> up and go teach someone. <laughs> oh, we're the exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about the music. In Space Jam and New Legacy, the music don't slap. It's trash. It's largely forgettable. I don't remember a single song. No. Except for the song that they chose to reference the original film with. Yeah, the only... It's asinine. You would think in Space Jam and New Legacy, uh, they do the same thing they did with Michael Jordan at the beginning for LeBron, and they halfway do it. They give LeBron's career hype package, but they don't play the Space Jam theme. Which is weird. How do you not play the Space Jam theme? We're watching Space Jam. Where's the Space Jam Everyone song? was expecting it. Yeah. It's never played in the whole film. It's not even played in the credits. It's not even on the soundtrack. They didn't remix it at all. That's a bad choice. The only song that makes a return is a song that wasn't even originally for the movie. It's Pump Up the Jam. They play like the version that Lil Uzi did. Woohoo, Lil Uzi. So it just plays for like five seconds right before the game, which was a good nod. Yeah. Because it's exactly where it is in the first one. But it's also where was the Space Jam theme? I don't know. I don't get it. But the NBA players, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogue, Sean Bradley, and I'm sorry, but I forgot your name. Patrick, wait, what? Who? Don't worry about it. Okay. The dudes who lose their talent. I mean, they're amazing in their role. It's so fun. Everyone, not only is their acting pretty solid, in a lot of ways better than Michael Jordan's acting was. Oh, much better, I would argue. But those little segments where we get to see, <laughs> slowly, funny enough, the NBA shutting down because of a disease. As we get to see that happen, and we see the players like, oh, yo, I ain't doing this, people are getting sick, they're afraid they're going to lose their talent. We get to see Charles Barkley and the gang try and figure out why they suddenly lost their talent. And it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. They act great. The humor is fantastic. There's a scene where Muggsy and the doctor are walking and talking. The three tall guys are behind them. They all hit their head. Everyone else, or the two shorter guys, just go right through the door. Perfect. Good comedy. And the psychological tests, they're talking, pretty much doing therapy. Yeah. So funny. Very funny. Muggsy hits some line where he says, are you saying that I'm doing all this because I resent my mama? But I love my mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. You're saying that. <laughs> right. It's so good. Like, these guys really do shine. And it's some of the best minutes of the first Space Jam. Oh, easily. Which is weird. Again, you know, and it's going to sound like, in some ways, we're sort of shitting on the second one. But there are some really good things that it did. Yeah. I just have to compare. I will say that the irl players in a new legacy really didn't get much shine yeah and it's partially because i think they were animated yeah and we didn't really we got to see them as people for maybe like a minute mm -hmm. so and it's just them saying hey yo what up and getting scanned into a phone weird but yeah i don't know it was a little bit like oh, i wish they would have given more shine and they do because like you said they're animated yeah but it's sort of weird seeing damian lillard as like an old robot thing. Yeah. Instead of just maybe getting a few more minutes with him kind of just acting. Mm -hmm. Which would have been nice, I think. But maybe people like it. Maybe people are like, oh, well, I prefer it this way. That's your opinion. <laughs> Very dramatically leans in. These are our opinions. I do want to say before we get to our next big point, just a small point here. There was a big point in past recordings, but at this point, doesn't matter. Really. Nothing really matters said, under the umbrella of capitalism. Yeah. 
is that both of these movies, hey, they're, at the end of the day, really just big ads for one thing or another. First, Space Jam knows it, loves it, embraces it. Space Jam was originally made off of a premise of a commercial where Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan play basketball. They took 30 seconds and made it 90 minutes. Space Jam A New Legacy? Hey, let's do the same thing. Let's sell some fucking merch. Let's use LeBron this time instead of Michael Jordan. And we are selling Warner Brothers as a whole. Fantastic. I mean, it works, you know? It is effective. We watched it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'll say it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed... Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm dumb. It's not a maybe. It's... Whoa. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to support me. I do support you. Can I talk to you in the other room? Honey, you call yourself dumb every day. Can I see you in the other room real quick? Sure. <clears throat> what the hell was that in there? <laughs> Huh? You know I don't actually think you're stupid. Um, you're making me look bad in front of my friends. Our audience? You consider those our friends? No. Well, good. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we go back in there, yeah, we're gonna present a united front. Okay. You're gonna apologize. To who? To who? To you? To me? No way in hell am I. You're calling me dumb. <laughs> Come on. Fine. You don't have to mean it. I'm not going to mean it, but okay, I'll that's say fine. It. I just want to. I just want to look good in front of them. Okay, fine. Let's let's go back. All right. Anyways, we're back. Uh, Kayla wanted to say something real quick. Eddie, I'm sorry I called you stupid. Well, that's all right, Kayla. I understand. We all make mistakes. I'm also sorry that it's the truth. <laughs> Got your ass. Oh my lord! Everyone's <laughs> laughing at me. I love you so much. I don't think you're actually stupid. I'm just being silly. It's fine. I understand. <laughs> I love you too. But I do love just a good reference. Yeah. I like them. I see them and my serotonin flows. Ooh, I get a drop I know what and I'm that like, hey, that's the thing from the thing I know. Yeah. And that's it. And I get excited about it. Sue me. It was fun. And the animation was really well done in the new legacy. And they hired a lot of like extras. That's true. A lot employed, of real They employed extras. a lot of actors, I assume, that lost a lot of jobs during COVID. So. Right. Good on that. Yeah, so they're both just ads. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Most movies are just big ads to begin with, if we're really being honest. Especially yeah. animated movies and movies geared, to- geared towards children. I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. The united front. Woohoo! We're back on the same page. That's right. The Monstars bullying Michael Jordan was hilarious. Because because it's barely bullying. Yeah, apparently, I mean, he loves gambling. He's competitive as hell. It doesn't take much to get Michael Jordan to play basketball. Not at all. Their taunts are the weakest things. They call him, and I quote, Wussy Man, Chicken, and Baldy. Ooh, that one hurts them. Baldy, particularly... Michael Jordan takes this as a huge insult. He looks at Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Michael, you've been bald for years. I like that little voice crack you just And did. it's still, thank you. And it's still, like, it hurts him that much? Which, by the way, Michael Jordan with hair? Ew, that sounds, sounds weird. hilarious, doesn't Ew, it? Ew, no. What I do don't you think his hair it. would be? He had to have rocked a fro. That's what I was thinking. Right? I because think he, he was did. A, he was a kid in the 70s. Yeah, because he had hair in his college days. Yeah. I think it was a mini fro. Right? Small he was fro. a kid in the 70s. Uh, yeah, I don't know when he was born. I would guess like 60s. I mean, he was in the NBA. Seven? He was in the NBA in 90. Let me look it up. 
You keep talking 93, to 93, 94, 95, stuff like that. He was in college before then. He really wasn't in college too long, I don't think. Maybe he was. Yeah, Michael Jordan with hair. Imagine Michael Jordan with like Jerry curls. That wow. sounds hilarious. Nice wet, dripping. Ew. I need to see it. He was born in 63, so he's older than I thought. Whoa, 63. I'm going to look up Michael Jordan with hair. <laughs> well, while you do that, I'll talk about this. Please do. Because apparently... Michael Jordan being called bald affected him more than something I would assume would affect him more than anything was the fact that the Monstars grab him and turn him into a literal ball and bounce him around the court and dunk him. He hits the ground, forms back into human shape, is dizzy. That didn't really seem to phase Michael Jordan at all. He said this is another Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did you see him with hair? These are horrible edits. Oh, really? It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is funny. So it's like Michael Jordan, if he was on, like, a My Player. <laughs> oh, God. Like 2K? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Is he killing it? Yeah. <laughs> we got to post that. We'll, put, we'll we post this on Instagram that. so you guys can see yeah, it. Yeah, we'll post some of our favorites. That's fucking hilarious. And he's but, all yatted up. It's oh, great. yeah, very true. God, imagine Michael Jordan these days. He would look so different. Oh, yeah. Yatted up. The drip would be different. Let me get back to it. Michael Jordan takes words like chicken and baldy more hurtful than being dunked. Literally dunked through a hoop. That didn't bother him. The word chicken, an insult that was barely even insulting when you were five years old. I mean, it was insulting to... Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, but that's because he resembled that remark. That is true. Not only is the bullying very, very weak, but this is a bit of what I think is a, uh, what is it called? What's it called when the plot points are wrong? You know what I'm saying? No. God, what is it? Elaborate. I'm trying to think. I'll think in person, out loud. It's the point in the movie where it's like an error in their logic, where something happens later that doesn't make sense because earlier they already set it up. Or they already knew that. A logical plot fallacy? Hole. It's oh. called a plot hole. I figured it out. It's called a plot hole. Good job. It's a bit of a plot hole to me here, is that Michael Jordan, right? Early on, first meeting the Monstars, they turn him into a basketball. He becomes animated. He does the weird yell that's clearly not his voice. It goes, yeah. ah, ah, and it's super echoed. Then he gets bounced, passed around, and dunked. He was tunified at that point, right? Yeah. He was turned into a tune. And yet later in the movie, when Stan gets blown up into a blimp, gets the gas out, classic bit, gets deflated, then Michael Jordan's like, wait a minute, we can turn into tunes? Michael, you already did. Did you not? Michael's just dumb. Don't do that to him. Michael? I again, I'm inquiring you to come fight me. Michael, I swear to God. But is that not? No, that yeah, he just wasn't paying attention. So what was that about? It's like what Bella did. She just turned her brain off. I'm like, oh, Jacob can't be a, a werewolf. Oh. I'm a dumbass. Look. I've been provided this information. I'm going to repress it and then get angry that I forgot. I mean, I guess. Look at you bringing past episodes in. You're welcome. It's called... Professional podcast. It's called branding. My brand. My brand. I love that commercial. Yeah, I don't know. It just always baffled me. Michael, you, you knew this, man. It was just for drama, I guess. I would have preferred if Michael was a little bit smarter in the film. Nah, he's stupid. He went to play baseball. What an idiot. Oh, yeah. He wasn't thinking right. He had baseball brain. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. 
Insane, got no brain. Michael Jordan puts on the tunes for his kids, right? That's a good father right there. And then he leaves. Porky runs in, says they have an emergency meeting, and then the tunes leave. There's nothing on the screen but the cartoon desert. Yeah, like the background. This implies that the tunes, when you're watching cartoons, all cartoons are run live like a stage play for the cartoon characters. Yes? Yep. Okay, so we have that going on here in the first one. Very weird, very tough job to always be on, essentially. Mm-hmm. What this brings up in the second one is a little bit more of that. In the wrestling business, we call it kayfabe. Can you explain to the audience what kayfabe is? Yes, I can. In professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, and the like, keeping the in-ring, on-air storylines, characters going, and treating it like it's real, like these aren't just professionals acting, treating the stories like they're real stories is called keeping kayfabe, right? You can think of it as when Robert Downey Jr. is playing Iron Man and he's acting like he hates Chris Evans in the movie where they're fighting. Yes. That's keeping kayfabe because they don't actually hate each other. No, they're actually very good friends. In real life. So kayfabe is keeping the story as if it's real. Yeah. It's everybody agreeing to continue making believe together. Mm Mm-hmm. So in A New Legacy, in kayfabe, in the universe, in the movie... The Toons know that Space Jam happened. There's multiple times where they reference, hey, we could play basketball like we did before. Where's Michael Jordan? Stuff like that. They know what's happening, but LeBron and any other human who sees them or hears them talk about it doesn't know what's happening. The only other human that knows that space... The only other humans, I should say, that know that Space Jam happened are Bill Murray... Right. And what's his name? Stan? And Stan. Yeah. Those are the only two. Yeah. And Michael Jordan And Michael, himself. obviously. But none of them are in this movie. What I'm trying to get at is how can Space Jam both exist and not exist in Space Jam A New Legacy? Because Michael Jordan is a real person, yes? I can't confirm or deny that. I've never met him. <laughs> Let's operate under the assumption <laughs> that Michael Jordan is a real person. Fine. And LeBron's a real person, yes? Yeah. And in this universe, he's in the NBA. Uh Uh-huh. Therefore, Michael Jordan was in the NBA. Sure. Ergo, this exists in our same timeline, yes? Sure. So, why is it that the Toons are the only ones who remember playing with Michael Jordan in Space Jam when Space Jam would exist in the timeline of A New Legacy? LeBron has to have seen Space Jam in the Space Jam timeline, no? I think that brings up the question of whether or not in the universe it exists as a film or it exists as reality. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it would be both, wouldn't it? I don't know. Because Space Jam really does exist. But was it being recorded? What do you mean? How else would it exist? Because it's a movie. But how else would it exist if it wasn't being recorded as a film? Because, it, what are you talking about? Because it <laughs> is a film. It's, one of, it's a legitimately a film. We have it. I know. So LeBron has it. So Space Jam would exist in Space Jam A New Legacy. So how can they not know that Michael Jordan played with the Toons if they know that the movie Space Jam exists and they all were able to watch it? It came out in 96. You see what I'm saying? I think within the Space Jam universe, it does not exist as a film. So just the movie Space Jam. It is only an event. <laughs> so what you're telling me is everything else is the same in the Space Jam universe except for the first movie never came out. Yes. No way. What about Don Cheadle? How does he work into all of this? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's get to it as well. Don Cheadle, 
He doesn't play Don Cheadle. He plays a computer algorithm called... Do you remember his name? No, what is it? <laughs> it's very fun. Algorithm. Instead of algorithm. Very mm-hmm. nice. But Don Cheadle, who is a real actor, plays a computer character in the movie Space Jam A New Legacy, but he really exists in real life. How can he be both? Was he scanned? He may have been. Maybe that's not actually Don Cheadle. Oh, what about? Oh, whoa. Maybe Don Cheadle also exists in New Legacy Maybe as he's... Don Cheadle, but we don't just we just don't get. But to Don's see just him. not around. Yeah. Do you they think just, LeBron like... ever called? Him? Hey, man, this computer looks a lot like. Why is it your likeness? I don't know if LeBron and Don are friends. Oh, they got it. <gasps> With be. the names. The LeBron oh, and Don LeBron connection. LeBron and Don. That's so cute. I want a shirt. Maybe Don just licensed his likeness. There to you the go. computer company. Yeah. And he didn't know they were doing all this. And he's, he's probably like, already been scanned in because of the Marvel franchise. True. He said, yo, what the hell? I'm a bad guy? Shut what, it down. What the heck, guys? I'm Don Cheadle. I'm Don motherfucking Cheadle. Doesn't explain why Sarah Silverman and uh, Steven Yoon were playing not them. Unless they were acting like executives. We don't know what's happening. This universe in summation doesn't make the sense. The point I'm trying to make here is... Either Space Jam exists in Space Jam or it doesn't, and I need to know. I don't think I don't think that it does. But then how can? But then, uh, the logic of universe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into theoretical. What is it? Astrophysics and sure. timelines and all multiverse that. The multiverse theory. The multiverse. Let's do it all. If Space Jam never existed, then the world trajectory would be completely different. Because maybe like capitalism. I mean, it would still hit, but maybe it doesn't hit the same. Maybe marketing isn't the same because you, people never realized they could make licensing as big as they did with Space Jam. Maybe Michael Jordan's not as big of a name. Maybe he never goes back to basketball. Maybe LeBron's never inspired. Wow, you know? this is a sad universe. You see what I'm saying? I don't like it. The world without Space Jam That's a sadder is sad. universe. Yeah. That's the darkest timeline. Oh, we no. dodged a bullet. As bad as things are right now, imagine if we never had Space Jam. I mean, the planet may be a little better, but... No. Entertainment would no, be no, 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 for no. the worst. No, 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 never. Here's the thing. It, it, none of this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. You're watching a stupid cartoon movie, Eddie. Here's the thing. We're you talking relax? about a stupid cartoon movie. Oh, man. But now man. I'm a little confused and a bit dizzy, if I'm being honest. I'm just trying to figure it out. <sighs> right now. I just want to know, does Michael Jordan know that Space Jam happened? Yes or no? I wish he would have shown up in the second one and just been like, Hey, what up, guys? That would have been sick, right? Yeah. Come but on. But spoiler alert, he he doesn't. Spiral. Spiral. Spiral alert. <laughs> that was a fun bit, though. Michael I feel Jordan. like I... you Did you put something in my water? I feel loopy now. Oh, I feel you. like we just opened up a can of worms that I was not prepared to open today. You know what it could have been? Huh? Uh, Michael's secret stuff. Oh, so people... Only... Only creatures that consumed Michael's secret stuff exist within the Space Jam universe. Maybe. It's only Michael and the Toons. Yeah, but I mean, all the Toons knew. But they didn't experience it. Not all the Toons did. You're right. There were fewer, There were far fewer Toons in the second one than in the first one. But what I was trying to say was, in your water, maybe you're drinking Michael's secret stuff. Maybe oh. that's what's giving you the uh, the edge here. I misinterpreted that. That's I'm, fine. I'm sorry. We're I understand. steering the train back onto the tracks. Woo! I don't know how it got off. <laughs> oh, shit. The trains are horrifying. <laughs> and they crash a lot. Yeah. 
trains should not exist anymore. Have we bullet not trains, evolved yes. past better? We need better trains. That's what bullet trains are. You can't steer a train. Not at all. That's why you need tracks. Michael's secret stuff. Let's talk briefly about it. Because during halftime in the original Space Jam, they're getting killed. Michael Jordan is saying, hey, you know, we can do it. Trying to pump him up. Bugs Bunny, clever idea. Says, Michael, I found your secret stuff while you've been holding out on us. Tunes are like, what? What's that? Pretty much Bugs takes a sip. He gets super buff and ripped. Michael immediately hits him with like, I I mean, I didn't think y'all needed it. You're so tough. He is just a motherfucking sly con artist. He's so quick with it. Oh my gosh. This rogue ass rogue. It's so perfect. But it got me thinking. The secret stuff. Kayla, do you have secret stuff? Is there anything that... Is there a Kayla secret stuff? Something you drink? Is there anything that gives me an edge? Yeah, that gets you going. Uh, ooh, frequent crying. <laughs> that that helps. Um, ooh, letting it out? <laughs> letting those emotions yeah. out? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I don't know. Like, having a good stuffed animal <laughs> ooh. at night. Serotonin? Serotonin. My little squishmallow. <laughs> He's a cutie pie. Um, oh, a good squish? Mm-hmm. Mm. Squeezing stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Um... No, I don't have very good coping skills, so I don't think I have any secret stuff. <laughs> no That's why I go stuff. to therapy. There you um, go. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What about you? Where's your secret stuff? Huh? I'm trying to think. Honestly, for me, my secret stuff would just probably probably be music. I was going to say it's probably music for you. Like Space Jam theme, the Power Rangers theme. Oh, God, no. That shit hits and my fucking serotonin gets a boost. In. Honestly, very timely for us. The song Kokomo by the Beach Boys is just, I said it the other day, it may as well be a fucking serotonin drip. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) attach it to my veins. For some reason, Kokomo just, oh. It's because you've never been on like a real vacation. So just the idea. (laughs) It's just me. Just, just the idea of ever being able to relax <laughs> on the Florida Keys on a beach with like a nice beverage. There's a place called Kokomo. That's where I want to go. I know you've never been... to get away from it all. You've never been able to relax. Not since I was like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we need to go on vacation, dear. Uh, Oof. So <laughs> let me throw it back to the listeners. What do we want to call them? I feel like we need a fun name for the list. The gang. The gang. Our ragtag team. <laughs> Let me throw it back to y'all. You bunch of hooligans. What's your secret stuff? I want you to really think about that. What gets you going? And maybe it's not a secret. Maybe it's not a secret. Maybe, maybe everybody want... knows. We gotta let Steve just scream in the break room for five minutes. And then after that, he is going to be a machine on the right. line. Oh my God. Like those videos of people screaming in freezers. Yeah, because they... they think they're soundproof, yeah. but they're definitely not. <laughs> they just see someone just, hey, how's it going? Oh, you're not doing all right. Just walking in the freezer. <laughs> so there were no burgers there, so... <laughs> Going to the deep freeze yeah. just to scream at a bunch of tomatoes. Yeah. Um, oh, I just need to get some fries. <laughs> Never mind. The fries are already out. Okay. You know that's not soundproof, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get to our last point. Lola Bunny. Mm. Let's talk about her in the first film. Okay. Talk about her in the second. Okay. And talk about her as a whole. So so you're basically just saying, let's talk about Lola Bunny. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I want to 
give it three parts. Okay. Okay, in the first film, first of all, it is when Lola makes her debut. She's an original character from Space Jam, very much like Harley Quinn was an original character in Batman the Animated Series. This is something I just learned right now. <laughs> Thank you. Did not exist anywhere before this film happened. When she arrives, she's pretty much just a female Bugs that's really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. In fact, in the original drawing process the original character process for making lola she was just gonna be bugs but like with a bow on yeah and cream colored Mm-hmm. and they said wait this just looks like buzz with a bow bugs with a bow let's make her a little different what do male animators do when they animate female animals they give them hips they give them tits that's how female animals look apparently go look at a female dog go look at a female bird Apparently, they got tits and ass. I don't know what kind of animals these people have been watching. They don't look like that. So she makes her debut. Bugs immediately hits on her. Calls her what? Doll. And Lola does not like that. She dunks. She looks at Bugs, says, don't ever call me. Doll. And Bugs Bunny is bricked the fuck up. This man is hard as a rock. As a board. Mm-hmm. Stiff He's as stiff. a board. Nice little dick joke in Space Jam. You have to have one. But what is, what is Lola's role in the original Space Jam? What do you think? To kick ass. Exactly. She shows up and she's the only good basketball player that the Toons have. She's the only competent Toon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bugs scores some points. Yes, Daffy does as well. But Lola has like 10, 12. And Bugs has maybe four. Mm-hmm. So Lola originally, yes, she's wearing a crop top. Which was popular in the 90s. Uh-huh. But she's never really, like, that hypersexualized. No. Do they have some moments where they scan up her to the male gaze? Mm-hmm. Yes. Obviously, it was the 90s. Yeah. But she's not, like, stacked. Yeah, she's not stacked. Her ass ain't huge. She's not... No, she's just, like, a curvier Bugs. Yeah. Somehow, this translates <sighs> to every person who ever did a fan drawing of Lola... Because that's what dudes do, as we already said. And women. And some women. But I'm going to say it was mostly men. Probably. Who took Lola and said, I'm going to make her stacked. That's a lot. I'm going to give her double Gs. Why Why do you guys want a fucking animated rabbit? She can't play basketball with that, man. Oh her my back gosh. is going to be the destroyed. The sports bras she'd have to layer in order to function during a game. Right? She can't put up 10 like that. No you know? way. What the hell is wrong with you? That's Why do you want to fuck a rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. Why do you want to do that? There are women, human women, that there probably don't want to touch you. So that's probably why. Women. Women. Space Jam, A New Legacy. What does Lola do in that one? Kick some ass. Exactly. In, in more than one way. She's just a badass. How do we see her the first time in A New Legacy? She's with m- motherfucking Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's doing like Amazonian trials. So sick. To prove her strength, she passes mm-hmm. in more than one way. Absolutely. And then for the rest of the film, she's like LeBron's third in command. Oh, yeah. She should have been second, but that's just me. Honestly, in some ways, it feels like she is a second. Yeah. It's just that Bugs obviously has more screen time, but Lola's helpful. She's like, what did you say last time? I think you said that Lola's like LeBron's secret stuff. Yeah. In the second one, because she's the one that tells LeBron, hey, we can't quit. 
you're gonna get your son back you know we're mm-hmm. gonna win we're g- it's gonna work out she's the motivating force yeah Meanwhile, Bugs is over there freaking out. Daffy's trying to act like a coach. He's got no control of the team. He looks great in that suit, though. Mm-hmm. You cannot deny. And LeBron pretty much gave up. Like, oh, I lost my son. I'm a failure as a father. I mean, he is, but like, therapy. <laughs> but Lola's there, keeping everyone together. I love Lola. So how did we get Lola in the first to Lola in the second? And now all of a sudden there's a problem because... Instead of Lola wearing a crop top, she's just wearing a regular jersey. She's just as thick. She's the same. Yeah, and she's wearing just like a shirt instead of a crop top. Um, I don't think so. Um, listen up, ladies. You either wear a crop top or you don't fucking play the game, all right? (sighs) This brings up a real life thing. Oh, in the Olympics? Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. Was it the Swedish women's team? Yeah, it was the Swedish women's volleyball team Volley- right? beach volleyball beach volleyball team and they wore shorts instead of, uh instead of the fucking bikini instead bottoms instead of the bikini bottoms and they got fined fined and pink offered i think she ended up paying yeah. it but she paid off the team's fines out of her own pocket cuz it was so fucking ludicrous how is that not just a horny old man being like nah i want to see him with the bikini bottoms also like safety hazard I wanna Who wants s- fucking sand in their cooter? I want to see those ass cheeks That's flapping. awful. Mm. Ugh. Right? I can't imagine how many UTIs they've gotten. Like, what's the... There's no other rationale. Not at all. Because here's the, the thing. the same goes for, like, women's volleyball, just normal. Like, right. a bunch of middle school girls just in booty shorts. You're telling me they're just not, like, pervs just watching those games? They don't have their daughter on the team or anything. Oh, they're just there are. There. We've seen TikToks Ugh. about it. Which is another wild thing, because we just have to bring it up now. Yeah. In a lot of high school sports, anyone can show up. Oh, yeah. You can you don't just have, show up. You don't have to have someone on the team. So I remember there was a TikTok where some woman, she was talking about when she would play high school volleyball back in the day. You know, booty shorts, ass out. Yeah. She said that there were a lot of times just random dudes would come in and like stare at them, and they never had kids on the team or anything. <laughs> how, first of all, how was this allowed? Why do, why do we not just have regulations and say, hey... You have to have a reason to be here other than just, I'm a horny old dude, you know? So gross. So that's weird. It, and how's that, how's that not the same thing as the beach volleyball thing? Because if women want to wear the bikini bottoms, yeah, of course. Yeah, but absolutely. Give them that choice. But the choice. Yeah. If I don't, let me have another option. Don't force me to wear fucking Underwear, essentially basically. undies, yeah. thongs, if you know they get ridden up too yeah. much. And then by contrast, the dudes right next to them, full just Jerseys. shirt, jersey, yeah. shorts. Why don't they play with their chest out? I know. I'm a horny old man. I don't want to see it. I, I want to see it. You know? If men want to perform shirtless, I think they should be allowed to perform. I, I don't know. It's just, just fucking stupid. stupid. Stop trying to fuck cartoon rabbits. Y'all are weird as shit. That's the main takeaway. Stop sexualizing cartoons. Unless you're watching sexy cartoons and you're an adult, then that's right. your business. Lola was never stacked. Go back and watch the original Space Jam. She was not double Ding it up. Her booty was never that big. Stop taking fan art as official art. Her tail is really cute, though. And no one ever said it wasn't. Damn straight. Now that we've been going steady with Space Jam, Space Jam A New Legacy, feels like it's time for us to talk about our relationship, see where we're at. And you know, not everyone needs labels. I understand that. But here, we would like to define the relationship. DTR for those of you in the know. Mm-hmm. So, Kayla. Yeah. What's your relationship now with Space Jam, Space Jam, A New Legacy? Well, 
I had a lot of fun with both films. And I would say that I would just prefer the original because of its simplicity, its brevity, and of course the amazing soundtrack. It's fun if you just want to turn your brain off and have a good time. Like Eddie said off the top, these are not good movies, but for a lot of people they are great movies. So I think that's a really good takeaway. And if I were to put Space Jam into the frame of a relationship, it would be like a friend's old crush that you run into at a common friend's get-together. I don't particularly care about the person, but the fact that they meant so much to someone I cared about makes me kind of like them too. Even though I may not have had the hots for them, it's still fun to think about. Also, cartoons are just awesome, so it was fun to watch anyway. And for myself, what can I say about Space Jam? Probably a lot more than we need to say right now. I could. I could talk about a whole... I could talk for a whole nother hour about Space Jam. We got our friend involved. Oh, gosh. You guys would never stop. But let me say it simply as this. Space Jam has been amazing to me. It's hard to even label how influential Space Jam has been on me. It's probably more influential to me in ways that I even know of. As I said, it's been a constant in my life. From the moment I can remember, I feel like I remember knowing Space Jam. Like there's not a memory in my head of a world that existed without me knowing what Space Jam was, which is pretty wild now that I think of it. Yeah. But it's been in my life, my whole life. I have memories that will last the rest of my life. I quote Space Jam without even thinking about it. I say, let's see if I remember how to do this all the time. I didn't even know it was from this movie until this watch through. Yeah. And a lot of times I say it. I don't even really expect people to get that that's what I'm referencing. But I get a chuckle out of it. And that's what's important. Space Jam has solidified friendships for me. I still have merch from Space Jam. You know, I have a coin, a blanket that I still use. I wish I had the Space Jam soundtrack on cassette, but I lost it on the dash. You know, anyone who knows that pain knows that you never really recover from that. It's pretty devastating. Yeah, I mean, I still bring it up. I still think about it every now and then. Every Wake time, up. Every time we drive past the water park, I think your brain gets oh. a little sad. Yeah, it's pretty much a graveyard. You're like, oh, that's where my Man. cassette tape died. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the greatest days of one of my jobs was bonding with a man who was becoming my friend, but I feel like it really solidified our friendship there from coworker to friend, bonding over Space Jam, talking about it, visiting the old website that's still up. It's amazing. Let me just say with Space Jam A New Legacy, I hope that it is for the younger generation, future generations, what the original Space Jam was for me. Brightened my day, gave me amazing memories, gave me friendships, you know, just makes me feel good and I'm always excited to see it. I hope that kids, younger generation, get to see that and feel the same way. I think the best way I could describe my relationship with Space Jam, the Space Jams as a whole, would be to reference, and I don't know what the book is called, but that book where it talks about a parent raising their child and then the child raises the parent. Or What's it called? Love You Forever. And it's got the little boy like throwing the watch in the toilet. On the cover? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and the mom like raises the baby and the baby grows up. So, and then eventually yes. the, the baby raises the mom. Well, well rocks the mom. Let me, let me get to yeah, it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the best way I could explain my relationship with the Space Jam franchise as a whole is like the book I'll Love You Forever, which is a story about how a mother raises her child. And then at a certain point, what happens to everyone, 
your parent gets too old, so you then have to take care of your parents. I feel that way about Space Jam. It raised me, and now I feel like I need to take care of it. <laughs> Share it with the future generations and show them, hey, it may be dumb. Is the acting amazing? No. Is the movie good? Not really. <laughs> You're really selling this. But it's amazing. You'll watch it and you will make memories and you're just going to love it. That's how I feel about Space Jam. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure you're good. Hey, maybe we get a third one. And I'll be there as well. Aww. I'm going to carry you, Space Jam. <laughs> so thank you. You are great. Don't let anyone, don't let any reviews tell you you're not. All right? Are you talking to the audience or are you talking about Space Jam? I'm talking about Space Jam. The audience is just here. Wow. I'm talking to Space Jam, the premise. And with that being said, let's get to the farewell. Let's say a huge thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you! You said to say a huge thank you, so I did. I appreciate it. <laughs> this was a long time coming for us, for Too you. Long. It's been the regular amount of time, as we said. For us, we've lived a decade. I feel like this episode aged me at least five years. It's been a lot. I feel like I'm 30 now. Relax. <laughs> with your microaggressions. <laughs> old man Eddie. Oh, if you liked what you heard here, go back and listen to the old episodes. Stay tuned for more. How you do that is by following, downloading, and spreading the word about us to anyone you think would enjoy it. You can find Show Dependent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to, to podcasts. You can follow Show Dependent on Twitter and Instagram at show dependent pod that's s-h-o dependent pod if you want to follow myself my at on twitter and twitch is victor v sweet and kayla can be found at you know that like weird mall you have in your your neighborhood and there's like that one vacant place and as halloween approaches it gets taken over by a spirit halloween every other month of the year when it's not Spirit Halloween, that's where you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> She's just hanging out in the vacant lot saying, huh, this could be a good spot for a Spirit Halloween. Absolutely. Also, you could find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich. Very nice. You're welcome. One of them's very easy to do. One of them very few people can do. I mean, I think anybody could go find a vacant building in their town. Yeah. Are you ever present? I am. <laughs> this is the spirit of Kayla in here. I am. <laughs> I am omnipresent. Wow. In every vacant building that will eventually become a spirit Halloween. Wow, your power. I know. Damn. What you a think queen. I'd be <laughs> think I'd have more money, but nope. No, she, she's she, vacant. Much like Bugs and Daffy and Space Jam, she ain't seeing any money from this. No, 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 no. This licensing deal ain't great for her. No. Well, next time on Show Dependent, we are gonna do a movie that steps us fully into animation we took a half step here with space jam the next one we're fully animated it is a movie with a similar jumping off point as space jam because it is a movie that does a lot with a little space jam a commercial into a film the next one a book very short very plain into a film we are talking about cloudy with a chance of meatballs we hope to see you all then but before we go we just want to remind you that you ain't charles barkley you just don't want to be who look like him be gone be gone get out of here wannabe be gone <laughs>